Welcome everyone to the Daily Slab for Wednesday, December 28th, 2022. I'm Nate, and I'm here with your top five flops of the year. If you like this video, please click the like and the subscribe button. Helps us get this video out to more card collectors like yourselves. Before we get into this video, I wanted to share with you our end of the year giveaway. So we've got a Topps backpack, a Merlin Chrome box, which I have right here in my hands. That will be given away at the end of this week. And so the way to win is that you subscribe to Slabstock's channel, like this video, and comment your top flop of the year in the comment section below. It will change. The comment will change for every video this week. You comment that, you subscribe, you like, and you are in. You can get up to five entries, one per video this week. So uh, if you want a free chance at a Merlin box and a Topps backpack, like, subscribe, and comment. Thank you. All right. Our top five card flops of the year, according to me. So, you know, there are going to be some disagreements in here probably amongst you guys and me and i would love to hear who you think is going to be is a bigger flop than what i've chosen i don't have necessarily all the right flops but they're my personal opinion here so if you if you uh have some thoughts on this please share them in the comment section as well for me we're going five through one here number five on the list is ben simmons he was one of the biggest flops of the year, traded back in February to the Nets from the 76ers, proceeded not to play the rest of the year, despite the Nets being in playoff position. And then this year he's come in and he's only played 22 games out of uh, probably a possible 32, 33 for the Nets. He's averaging career lows in points at 8.3 points per game. He's averaging career low in rebounds at 6.5. He's averaging a career low in assists per game at 6.0. He's also averaging a career low in steals per game at 1.3 and a career low in blocks at 0.5. Across the board, he is averaging career lows. He's averaging a career low free throw percentage, and but he does have a career high field goal percentage. So I guess we got that going for us. As for PER, he's averaging a career low 15.2. Um, pretty atrocious for a big man to be at 15.2, to say the least. Uh, 15 is league average, and usually big men, tall guys, are much higher than that because they're a little bit more efficient. So he's been having a terrible year, and I looked at some of his cards, and I pulled out this 2016-2017 Upper Deck Exquisite Collection 09 Rookie Tribute Auto uh, Rookie out of 99 BGS 9.5. Sold for $5,100 on the 9th of January. And in May, May 22nd, it sold for $1,980. That's a $3,000 drop there. And that hasn't sold since then. Imagine how much worse it would be now. If it was $1,900 in May, he's been atrocious this year. Where is it from there? He's been a disappointment. I got to imagine it's probably closer to $1,000 than it is to $2,000. So you could probably expect this card to be even lower which makes Ben Simmons our number five flop of the year. All right, our number four flop of the year is Zach Wilson, and he is one of three straight QBs on the list. He is number four because I thought the other two QBs, one QB has been playing poorly, but not as poor as Zach Wilson, but I thought the expectations were higher, so he's the bigger flop. And then one QB is purely card price here for number two. So Zach Wilson is number four on the list, and... Uh, 
he just got benched for Chris Streveler. He threw 50% completion percentage. He had a 40, like, one passer rating. Just atrocious game. And if you're getting benched for Chris Streveler, probably riding on the wall there. And so he's been a major disappointment. Jets are a good team. Zach Wilson is so bad that... He is he is just completely weighed down this team for the games he's played. They are now seven and eight, I believe. And without Zach Wilson, if somebody else had been starting, I'm sure they are over 500 at this point. So Zach Wilson, major disappointment. Back in May, his NTRPA stars and stripes out of 25 sold jersey number sold for twenty two thousand five hundred eighty eight bucks. Now it is jersey numbered. I get that. Um, so there is a premium there, but it's not a $18,000 premium, right? So in November, his Stars and Stripes BGS 9, graded BGS 9, 21 of 25, sold for $4,500. And it's probably even worse today, uh, a month and a half later. And so you, you can see these two prices from 22588 all the way down to 4500 Now, obviously, jersey number affects that number, but I don't think it affects it by 18000 bucks. And so you can you can probably drop off a couple thousand, maybe four thousand bucks off this card and say it's an eighteen thousand dollar card back in May without the jersey number and all the way down. Uh, just a terrible, terrible slide. People spent a lot of money, a lot, a lot of money on 2021 NFL QBs. And by and large, it has not paid off. And Zach Wilson is just one reason why QB number three is the next reason why. All right, spot number three, like we said, is another QB, and that is Mac Jones. And the reason he is a spot ahead of Zach Wilson, despite having better stats, is because the Patriots are a bad team, and Mac Jones has had a disappointing year, and there was a lot of high-priced prices, and people were expecting big things out of Mac Jones out of a at least decent year last year. And he has not delivered. And so we are looking at his 2020 select XRC gold out of 10 PSA 10. This card sold for $36,000 January 8th. Yes, again, jersey numbered on January 8th, but still not that big of a, of a difference. $36,000 January 8th. The card ladder value today, 5000 bucks. October 30th, the same card, not jersey numbered, but same card, $4,200. From $36,000 to $4,200 in the span of 10 months. That's really bad. And jersey number aside, that is not going to make up a $32,000 difference or whatever it is. Really disappointing year for Zach Wilson. Really disappointing year for Mac Jones. And you can see the prices here. People were over leveraged on 2021 NFL QBs, spending too much money, expecting them all to be good. By and large, a lot of them have been bad. All right, number two on the list is Tom Brady and specifically his 2000 Contenders Rookie Championship ticket auto out of 100 BGS 8.5. So Tom Brady, tough year with the Buccaneers. They are six and eight. They are in playoff position, but they're six and eight. Nobody really expects them to do anything in the playoffs. Brady only has 20 touchdowns. He has under 4,000 passing yards right now when he had over 5,000 last year. Seems unlikely that he's going to get to that. He had 5,300 yards last year. Seems unlikely that he's going to get anywhere close to that. Only 20 touchdowns to seven interceptions. And again, a 6-8 and eight record. Wildly disappointing year for Brady on the field. And his card prices. We're talking about the best QB of all time. 
the goat of goats when it comes to NFL QBs. And yet, and yet, his prices can go down. This 2000 Contenders Championship ticket autoed out of 100 BGS 8.5. So for $2,300,000 February 1st. All right. That's a lot of money. Same card. BGS 8.5, Tom Brady, 2000 playoff contenders, yada, yada, yada. November 17th, sold for $750,000 on heritage auctions. From $2,300,000 to $750,000. That's a 67% decrease. To put that in perspective, Ben Simmons' card dropped 61%. Uh, Zach Wilson dropped 80%. Mac Jones, Mac Jones dropped 88%. So you can see here, it's not the biggest drop in the world, but from a pure dollar standpoint, it is a huge drop. And also considering those other guys have not done anything in their career and Tom Brady is the best QB of all time, it is a startling, startling drop. And a lot of that is because card prices got a little bit absurd, a little bit insane, 2020, 2021, early part of 2022. But still, that's a huge drop for the GOAT. And so that's why that, Tom Brady contenders out of 100 auto BGS 8.5 is our number two flop of the year and our number one flop of the year. And this might be surprising to some people, but it was the most shocking sale. I think of the year to me, the 2020 Bowman Chrome Spencer Torkelson red refractor auto PSA 10 out of numbered out of five here. This card sold for $111,000 back in April. We're not talking a super refractor here. We're talking a red. We're not talking about a shortstop prospect, anything like that. We're talking about a first base only prospect. Hadn't played the majors yet at that point. Officially going to get called up, getting paid, bought for $111,000. Like if this was somebody else, it'd be ridiculous, but it makes sense. But if it's a shortstop center field or something like that, a first baseman for $111,000 insanity, insanity at the time. And now that we know what Spencer Torkelson did this year, newsflash, not much of anything in the MLB got sent down to the minors at one point. You can see why this is the biggest flop of the year. It went from $111,000 to $18,300 on November 5th. Just a massive, massive, massive drop. Um, the exact same card, one out of five. So it was, it was the person that bought this that then sold it for almost a $100,000 loss there. Uh E, E, not good, not good at all. And so this is our biggest flop. One of those things where people got really risky with prospecting and now it is coming, plummeting back down to earth. And so for that reason, Spencer Torkelson Red Refractor Auto is our number one flop of the year. All right, that is the top five flops of the year, according to me. So, you know, let me know in the comments if you have other flops that you think are bigger flops than these. I would love to hear them. Thank you, everyone, for watching the top five flops of the year. And I will talk to you guys on Thursday for the next Daily Slap. See you, everyone.